Oh my goodness. Hey queen, you're listening to the official Hype Girl podcast with me as your host, Aaliyah Jade. I'm a girl obsessed with hyping people up. And let's be honest, life can be tough, but girlfriends are tougher. And when you forget just how amazing you are, I'll be right here to remind you. Not only will I give you energy, I'm going to keep it real while we fight those intermediate girls with tips, tricks, and tools to get out of your own way. Let's navigate this crazy world together, go after the lives we want, and find all of the rainbows through life's thunderstorms. If you're ready for some real talk and a whole lot of hype, then let's freaking go! What is up, my beautiful and good people? How are y'all living today? I am so excited. Not only did I just finish um, dancing in my bedroom, listening to some RuPaul, I'm excited because it's episode one. Before we jump into anything, though, I want to say a huge freaking thank you to you guys for all the love and support that you've shown me and that you've shown the show before it's even been launched. Obviously, now it's been launched, but to have 40 people already on Instagram saying, hey, I'm down for the cause. Thank you so much, you guys. What is a hype girl without anyone to hype? Am I right? So from the bottom of my heart, I really do appreciate it. Your love and support means everything. Today, I want to talk to you guys about the voices in your head and not letting them, aka yourself, get in your own way. And that means just like way of your goals, way of success, your ways, the way of your dreams or the way of the vision that you have for your life. So first things first, we've got to acknowledge these voices. And I know you probably don't want to talk about them, but we all have them. No matter your age, your race, your gender, your sexual orientation, if you have an Apple phone or an Android, if you saw black and blue or you saw a white and gold dress, no matter what, we literally all have these voices in our head. And they all sound the same, but we think they're distinct to us and that nobody knows about them. I did a team call for my team a few months back in April of 2021, all about overcoming your limiting beliefs. And as a part of this call, I had the team kind of think about these things that they've been telling themselves about their lives, about their vision, about why they haven't met the goals that they've been striving for yet. And then I challenged them to express them in the chat that we had, you know, Zoom calls here. And everyone had similar beliefs. You know, they were like, I'm not good enough or I'm a failure or who do I think I am to do this or who's going to listen to me? Why do I think that this will work because I haven't done this before in the past or I don't look like everyone else? So many different things that were coming up, but we all had similar beliefs. And these beliefs, these voices, they live rent free in our heads. Rent free. I know being an adult is absolutely ghetto and I hate paying rent because if I'm going to go work for somebody else and I'm going to spend most of my time out there working my butt off so I can pay for a place I'm not even staying at. What? And now you're trying to tell me you want to live here free without contributing anything or you're contributing something negatively. I don't think so, miss ma'am. Okay. These voices in our head, they are designed in our brain in general. Our brain is wired to keep us safe. Our brain is like rooted in fear and judgment and to stay away from discomfort and pain. We play it safe. We play it small. And I mean, to a certain degree that is needed. We need fear in our lives. We don't want to be fearless because otherwise we'd go run out in the middle of the street and go get hit by 50 million cars or a semi truck and just like not look both ways and all these other things. We need fear in our lives to an, to an extent, but at the same time, we don't want fear to rule over our lives. 
lives. We don't want to be fearless. We just want to fear less. And these voices in our head, they're ruthless and they're negative. And you know the saying, like, you are your own worst critic. I know that that's true for myself. You know why that's true? It's because you know your own weaknesses. You know the points and opportunities of growth that you have for yourself. And you know those buttons. And you push every single last one of them. You know exactly how to get underneath your skin. So now that we kind of acknowledge that we have these voices in our head, don't try to tell me you don't. Um, And if you think you've overcome one, I promise there's a new one coming down the way. But we need to recognize and check in with ourselves and take inventory about when those voices are showing up. We need to take inventory and check in when these voices are coming up in our lives. More than likely, these are coming up before you have a deadline. Let's say it's crunch time. You know, you've got two weeks left to a goal. Suddenly you've got a week left to these to this goal. You've got two days left to achieve this huge goal in your life. And your the voices in your head are saying, you can't do this. You, you you haven't done anything. You don't have any evidence that this is going to work. Like, who do you think you are? Like, why are you even trying? Right? These are showing up after your deadline has passed. And let's say you missed this goal. You're a failure. I told you, you couldn't do it. What, what makes you think that you're cut out for this? Maybe you should just give up right? These voices are coming up before we make big decisions. Well, I don't know if you should move across the country. I don't know if you should quit your corporate job. I don't, I don't think that that's the right decision for you, right? They're rooted in fear. These voices come up when someone who is not at the same level as you, or even at the level that you want to be at, these people are essentially, these people are below you. They're telling you something about where you are right now. They're following society's timeline, not yours. They're believing in this standard that everything has to be a certain way. And that's just simply not true. We are authentic human beings. We all live different lives, meaning we all have different paths. And as much as we want the path to be linear, more than likely it's not going to be. And it's not going to look like somebody else's next to you. Susan next door, we don't have the same path. Joe from down the street, we don't have the same path. An example I can give you guys is that recently I quit my full-time corporate job. I worked in human resources in the compensation department for a jeanswear company. And before this happened, I let one of my friends know, hey, this is a dream of mine. I was building up my network marketing uh, profession on the side and being an entrepreneur for myself. And I was really seeing some growth, maybe not at the rate that I wanted to see it, but I was seeing growth and I saw the person that I was becoming with this profession and I truly felt so fulfilled. And this job that I was attending to every single day left me drained, left me not liking waking up and going to work. And I just, I didn't enjoy exactly what I was doing. And for that, I was like, you know what? I've got to get out. I've got to do something that sets my soul on fire, something that fuels me, something that lets me know like, hey, this is what you're here for and something that brings me joy in everyday life. And I told one of my friends that this was my goal to quit my corporate job. And she's like, are you sure that's okay? Like, I'm worried about you. I don't think that this is a good idea. And at first I brushed it off. But then a couple days later, I let her voices of not being at the same place that I was at, or even at the level I want to be at, get to me and tell me, are you sure that you want to do this? Maybe you should wait a while. Maybe you should continue to stay in this position and this job that leaves you feeling so drained and unhappy than going after the life that you want to live. Maybe these voices show up when you're in the fitting room trying on clothes and they're saying like, 
You think you can wear that? I don't think so. These voices are rooted in fear and scarcity, and they're designed to hold you back. As much as I think that they have good intentions, that fear aspect of keeping you safe, they have every bit of a good intention, but they don't want to see you grow. They don't want you to level up. They use your past as evidence, and what we need to be doing is looking outward for a possibility. So how do we silence these voices and truly go after the lives that we want? We take action. So first, we have to acknowledge that they're there, and they are there. What are they saying? And when you figure out what they're saying, say, I hear you. I know that you are there. I know that this is a self-imposed lie. This is a self-limiting belief. Acknowledging them allows you to take back some of their power over you, and it allows you to put a plan in place to get over them. So we acknowledge them. We say, hey, you're there. That's great. Well, it's not great, but you know what I mean. And then we check in and say, where are you showing up? When are these voices getting louder? What story are they trying to get me to believe? Are these voices actually serving me? How do they make me feel? And is that a good feeling? More than likely, no. They're going to make you feel icky and jealous and nasty. They're going to make you feel not good enough, unqualified. You don't want those feelings in your life. So now once we figure out this is what the voice is saying, this is when it's showing up in my life, now we actually need to take physical action. And a couple ways that you can do this is listening to personal development. That's a podcast. Or maybe just tuning into a book, sitting down and actually reading and growing your mind. I believe in order to change anything, you've got to first change your mind about things. Maybe it's watching a YouTube video. I love listening to Motiversity. It's motivation. It's good feeling. It's inspirational. It gets your body pumping, right? Maybe you're going attending a conference. More than anything, the, the personal development that I really do enjoy is church, listening to a sermon. I miss having in-person church and just watching it on online isn't the same, but God can still meet me anywhere, right? And so... Being able to connect with him and connect with my faith and understand that he is there for me and those lies are not what he wants me to believe. Of course, personal development is not going to evict those voices. Those voices are going to stay there. They're, they might get a little quiet. They might silence themselves. They might go hide in the corner for a little bit. But those voices are still there. So that's just only one way that you can take action. It's like, all right, I'm going to acknowledge you're there. I'm going to drown you out with someone louder. Another way that you can kind of silence, silence these voices is to get outside, and that's both physically and figuratively. Physically getting outside and getting vitamin D and moving your body, getting in those endorphins, okay? Um, and figuratively gaining an outside perspective. Look at the facts of the situation. Maybe it's you just missed a deadline, that's it. It doesn't equate you to being a failure. It doesn't equate you to not being good enough. It doesn't equate you to not being qualified. The fact of the matter is you had a goal, you set a date, the date passed, and you didn't reach that goal. The event is neutral. What actually happened? Detach the emotion. Now, I want you to look for evidence. The evidence in the right direction. Not evidence from the past that your fear is trying to get you to look at. Evidence of possibility. Look towards the future. This doesn't have to be a massive piece of evidence. You can start with something small. If your voices are telling you that you're a failure, remember a time when you succeeded at something. Remember a time or look for an example of how you looked amazing in something. If, you, if you're trying on clothes in the fitting room and they're telling you, are you sure you want to wear this? Say, you know, yeah, I do. 
I look amazing in this. This color works for me. I've gotten complimented on this before. Look for evidence of things like that. Are there people who have accomplished what you want to accomplish, right? When you're goal planning and write, I want you to write out what that voice is saying. And then as it stands in the way of you and your goals, ask yourself these four questions. And these four questions I want to attribute to my girl, Judy Holler, the author of the book, Fear is My Homeboy. Absolutely an amazing book. I just finished it this past week. And these questions are, what is the worst case scenario that can happen? And I know the worst case scenario for any event or goal that you have is that you might die, but we are already dying Okay, I want you to get that out of your head. We are already on our way down the hill. (laughs) So what is the worst case scenario next to death? And what are the positive outcomes of this potentially worst case scenario? I want you to think about how will I recover from this worst case scenario? And who can I count on as backup? Who can help me from this worst case scenario? This is a plan that you've put in place. Now that you say, okay, I'm fearful about this. This is what is standing in the way of my goals, but I've already mapped it out. I already know how to come back. I'm the comeback kid. And then you no longer have to play this victim. And the last thing I want to talk about in terms of silencing that voice and physically taking action against those voices in your head is to name your voice. My homegirl, her name is Bethany, and I don't know why, it just is. And I let her talk her smack. I entertain her. I mean, she is a guest in my head, right? And maybe I'll go get her a snack, you know, like ice cream or a cheese platter, whatever you eat when those voices start acting up. I let her talk her smack, and then I kindly let her know in the sweetest voice possible, you don't have to go home, but you have got to get up out of here. She can't stay. She served her time. She has got to go. When you're going after the life you want to live, you need more space for your vision and your dreams and your goals and less for the voices in your head, not the other way around. You can't play small and you can't allow yourself to believe lies that you made up. If you wouldn't say these negative things to your mom or your sister or your best friend, then why in the world are you allowing yourself to say them to your to you? Girl, it's time to wake up. Don't you realize how incredible you are? God created everything and decided the world needed one of you too. He made the skies, the trees, the ocean and said, hey, I'm missing this right here. You belong here. And he put those dreams and desires in your heart because he wants to help you fulfill them. He desires to fulfill your desires. One of my favorite verses is Psalms 37, 4. Delight yourself in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. Your heart, not your head. So you've got to listen to those dreams of your heart and quiet the voices inside your head and go after the life you freaking want. I love you so much. And I hope that this resonated with you and I hope you got some clarity. I would love to hear your feedback on today's episode. So leave me a review wherever you're listening or streaming this podcast or head over to my Instagram listed in the show notes. Go kill it, queen. Thank you so much for listening. If you like this episode, let me know by leaving a review or better yet, share it on your Instagram story and tag me so I can personally thank my new bestie. And while we're at it, let's go ahead and set up a date for next time. How does Monday sound? (laughs) Perfect. I'll see you then, girl. Bye.